Okay, so I'm not here to get political, but it's a little weird to me how Rage Against the Machine are a quote-unquote communist slash socialist band, but live in mansions, are on a record label owned by Sony, one of the biggest companies in the world, and literally got back together so they can make more money. You can't really argue against that fact, to be honest. You know why? Because their tickets for every show, stadium shows, were like $450 or something ridiculous like that. They're not even gonna make new. They're not gonna make new music. They're just s selling tickets for shows. It's all about the money for them. It always was. It always was. If only I could speak English. If only. It always was about the money. It was never about the message they're trying to push. It was never about that. Okay. And this ties into Limp Bizkit because it shows that Limp Bizkit have integrity. Which is something that Rage Against Machine... Which is a word that Rage Against Machine probably don't even know what it means. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Limp Bizkit doesn't pretend to be something they're not. Limp Bizkit is what they are. Which is a rap rock slash rap metal band. That just doesn't give a fucking sings about whatever they want. And that's commendable. You know why? Because they're not pretending to be something they're not. They are what they are. And they're staying what they are. They're staying true to their self. And that's commits that, that fuck. Making a podcast was a really bad idea. Let's be honest here. It's commendable because they are sticking to what they want to do. They're sticking to what they believe in. And... That's basically what they're doing with their career. They're doing what they want. While Rage Against Machine is basically kind of doing the exact opposite. If they really cared about their communist message, they'd, they'd probably live in like a fucking trailer park or something. Or, or at least live a poorer lifestyle than what they do. Let's be honest. Anyways, I'm here to talk about why Limp Bizkit is a better band than Rage Against Machine. Not why they're better... A fucking staying true to themselves. Man. This has went off to a shitty start, let's be honest. Okay, so first of all, who the fuck said Rage Against Machine is an influential band in any way, shape, or form? Especially in the genre of new metal and rap rock. Like, fuck, Faith No More already existed. Anthrax had already done a song of Public Enemy. Uh, fuck. You had all the funk metal slash funk rock bands like Red Hot Chili Peppers and Living Colour that already existed. Like, fuck. Like, the existence of new metal wasn't all because this fucking geeky looking guy comes along with his guitar and makes some wee 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 sounds that sounds like a turntable. Like, what what is about that? What What is it? A, what's with that anyway? Like, seriously. Could you not just get a turntablist to do the job? And could you not just play your fucking guitar? Like, that would be nice. Also, my god, Tom Morello is a shit guitarist. I'm sorry. Like, all the cool stuff in Rage Against Machine songs is all because of the effects he uses. That wow, wow, would you wow, wow in fucking Bulls on Parade. Wah pedal. If it didn't have a wah pedal, it would sound like dick. That, that solo and killing in the name, he's using a Digitech whammy pedal, like two octaves above 
if you play that fucking solo on a normal guitar, which by the way, just put your guitar and drop D and play that solo without any effects, it sounds fucking awful. I've done it because I was once in a fucking past life, nah, when I was like 14 or 15, was a fan of Rage Against the Machine. Guilty as charged. Like, seriously, if you're going to give Tom Morello, like, any credit as a guitar player, then you should give the person who invented the pick scrape the same credit, if not more credit. Like, you don't like Tom Morello because he writes good songs. You like him purely because he makes weird noises on the guitar. He's literally just a DJ with a guitar. That's it. That's literally it. And I'm sure he said that as well in interviews. That's all he is. You know what? Limp Biscuit have a turntablist and a guitarist. You know what? Wes Borland plays his fucking guitar. Very fucking well, in fact. You know what? Their biggest song, Break Stuff, it's literally two notes. Okay? And it's one of the most original songs in the 90s. Fight me. Okay, don't actually fight me. <laughs> don't. Nah. I'm not challenging people to fight over fucking music. Okay? But Break Stuff is one of the most original songs in the 90s. One of the most original metal songs slash rock songs anyways. It's more original, I'd say, than Walk by Pantera. Actually, I take that back. I take that back because Walk was... Walk probably had quite the influence on Limp Bizkit, to be honest, now I think about it. But it's just as original as Walk by Pantera. Just as original, mm -hmm. just as groundbreaking as a riff. Not to mention, Rage Against the Machine just sounds so fucking boring in comparison. In comparison to Limp Bizkit. It's, it's not even, like, comparable, it seems. Like, fuck. I could spend the rest of this episode talking about why Wes Borland... Wes Borland is such an awesome guitar player. Like, as a whole. And why Tom Morello is, like, a fucking child compared to him. Like, on like I mentioned Break Stuff a second ago. But, like... That song, although it being simplistic, for the chorus, he doesn't use any effects other than distortion. He's bending a bar, a power chord, sorry. He's bending <laughs> a bar chord. Jesus Christ. He's bending a power chord. Alright? That song may be simplistic, and there's, not wrong, there's nothing wrong with simplistic music, by the way. I'm not getting at Tom Morello because... He's not fucking Eddie Van Halen or Herman Lee or fucking Dragon Force. But, like, he's just not a good guitar player at all. He really isn't. And you can't compare him to Wes Borland either. My God, why am I even trying? Anyways, let's get into Zach De La Roca. However, the, or however you say it, Zach De La Roca. Zach De La Roca, Mocha, fucking... I don't even care. That's not even funny. Shut up. I swear to God, half the time when Zach the... Zach fucking... Half the time when Zach sings, it just sounds like a really bad imitation of the Beastie Boys. Fucking... My microphone What's that fucking song? Bullet. Fucking not bullet in the head. Uh, you can tell I've hardly listened to Rage Against the Machine in a while, but you know what? Fucking good for me. Good for me. Uh, I've heard more than enough of their songs in the past to be able to do this, to do this episode. Like, so yeah, I swear to God, it just sounds like a really bad imitation of the Beastie Boys half the time. 
like fucking it's what's it called? Bulls on parade. Bulls on parade. That's what it's called. The one with a wow 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 Bulls on parade. Well, he's like, when you make a phone blow, battle win the mo. Well, where the fuck he sings? I don't even care. <laughs> this is a great episode. This is a great first episode. If you can't tell that I'm just like shitting out this episode right now. I don't know what else I could do to indicate that I'm just shitting out an episode right now. My god, Zack to the Roker just sounds like a bad imitation of the Beast Boys half the time. And when he doesn't, it's just like... It's just really boring to listen to this fucking guy just go like, KILLING IN THE NAME OF! Like, <laughs> he just sounds like a... When he's not sounding like the Beastie Boys, he just sounds like a more fucking... Anger version of the Beastie Boys. That's what that's what Rage Against Machine is. They're just an angry Beastie Boys. Oh my god. Rage Against the Machine is just an angry Beastie Boys. That's all they are. With fucking guitar. No. Actually, no. Not. No. They are just an angry Beastie Boys. That's all they are. And. Fuck. I'm not a drummer, but John Otto is a, fuck, is a fucking phenomenal drummer. And. Brad or whatever the fuck he's called for Razor with the Machine should bow down before him. Honestly, like fuck. Sam Rivers and John Otto of Limp Biscuit uh literally have such a fucking tight groove together. It's like it's pretty unmatchable, honestly. They're tight like the tightness. And fucking hell. Just to get talking about that fucking bass player in, in the band, my god, it just makes me want to cringe. It just makes me want to cringe. Like, he thinks he's responsible for Limp Biscuit. Like, motherfucker. In your fucking dreams. Jesus Christ. People want to bang on about Limp Biscuit being pretentious and fucking edgy. This motherfucker climbed on, like, a palm tree or something and jumped and swung around to, like, draw attention to his band and to bang on about how he influenced Limp Biscuit when in reality his band didn't influence shit. And Limp Biscuit would have happened with or without his band. I'm pretty sure Fred Durst would be cranking fucking... I'm pretty sure Fred Durst was influenced more by Cannibal Corpse than he was by fucking Rage Against the Machine. I'm pretty sure every new metal band, especially fucking Slipknot, were influenced by fucking Cannibal Corpse and death metal bands more than they were by Rage Against the fucking Machine. <laughs> My god. This, this motherfucking bass player... What a fucking dick. My god. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh. Like, I, 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 I can't even, I can't even get mad. I just want to laugh. Because, like, he really thinks he's responsible for Limp Biscuit happening. This motherfucker. You ain't responsible for shit. Fuck. Who, who, Literally, is it like even as a bass player? Who as a bass player is like, oh, I'm influenced by Tim from Rage Against the Machine. He's my biggest bass influence. Like fuck, <laughs> I'd rather listen to Primus. If I wanted to listen to like shitty bands that focus on bass, I'd listen to Primus, or I'd listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. My God, ah. Oh. 
And I hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I always have. I've never liked the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like, even when I was a kid, I never liked the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They are just... Oh, so bad. And Rage Against the Machine... And Rage Against the Machine isn't really a band powered by the bass guitar. It's powered by fucking... Mr. I want to be the Beastie Boy, Zach De La Roca, and fucking DJ on a fucking guitar, Tom fucking Morello. <laughs> oh my god. This this is an awful fucking first episode. I've wrote notes for this, and it's still a fucking shit show. <laughs> oh my god. This is awful. I swear to god, how can Tom Morello say that he's influenced by Iron Maiden? Like, I don't even know why I'm mentioning this, but I remember watching the Flight 66 film, Iron Maiden film, and just being shocked at why in the fuck Tom Morello is one of the people they decided to show at this Iron Maiden concert. It makes sense showing Lars from Metallica. It somewhat makes sense showing Kerry King from Slayer. But this motherfucker is a fucking DJ over Marshall Stack. Why does he matter? Why does he... Well, not even why does he matter. How is he influenced by Iron Maiden? He's not influenced by Iron Maiden at all, motherfucker. Sam Dunn, you're an idiot for getting him in that film. My God. This this, this has went off the rails so quickly. My God. I swear to God, it's only going to be so long before I end up on Joe Rogan. So, that was the first episode of Limp Biscuit is Better Than Your Favourite Band. And boy, was it a shit show. No apologies from my part. Don't expect any in the future either, by the way. But, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this shit show. And if you did, feel free to share this podcast. If you don't have to, I'm doing this for just purely for fun. But... If you feel so inclined, then feel free. Uh, start some arguments on show, on social media. You know, if you really do feel so very inclined to, that would be pretty funny. Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. Basically, that's all I got to say right now. This is my first episode. I should make some more. I'm not going to have a schedule. I don't really have a schedule of when I'm going to make next episodes. Like, it's not going to be a weekly or fortnight leafing. <laughs> so, don't expect one for next... Uh, what day is it? Next Thursday. But, what what more can I say? There's, there's not really much more to say than but. I'm just going to leave it at but. Because for all you know, maybe I'm lying. Maybe next Thursday I will have a new episode. Who can tell? Only I can tell. And I'm not going to tell anyone shit until the next episode is recorded. So until then, crank the fucking Limp Biscuit, motherfuckers, because Limp Biscuit fucking slay. <laughs>